Hey there! Is today your first time here? Or maybe your first time in a while? If so, maybe you're wondering exactly who we are and what this church is all about. Well, we'd like you to know that we're a group of ordinary people who are on an amazing journey together, following Christ. Our guide is the Bible because it's the divinely inspired Word of God and it will never take us in the wrong direction. Along the way, we hope you'll see that we are welcoming and spiritually passionate and that getting to know you is a big deal to us. We know that the road is rough sometimes, but we'll work really hard to bring you practical and relevant messages to equip and encourage you through life's ups and downs. We want you to know that we care about this community, and we believe that it's our job to make it a better place. So no matter who you are or where you've been, we're glad you're here with us today. And we hope that you'll join us on our journey, following Christ and living out His plan for us. So welcome to church. glad you're here to join us this morning. I'm sure you've pulled up a cup of coffee and you've gotten seated. Maybe you're running a little bit late for church this morning, and that's okay. We're just glad you're here. Well, let me share with you where I am this morning. This morning, I'm in our prayer room to start the service off. And the significance of this room is this is where we come together when we meet as a congregation at 920 every Sunday morning. Carl Hawkins leads, leads our prayer team, and they come together and they pray for the service, and they pray for our church, they pray for our children's ministries and our other ministries, and they just cry out to God. And you can see this light over here on my right, this light we leave burning all the time. And the reason for this is to show that Jesus Christ is always in this place, to remind us that the Spirit is alive and well. I read a story about how during World War II, people would leave lights on for their children to find their way home. Well, we don't leave a light on for the Spirit to find His way home, but we do leave the light on for those in the neighborhood and those in our community to know that God is here, and this is a place where you can come to find Him. And that's exactly what we're going to do this morning, is we're coming together to worship God, to find Him, to be at His feet, at His throne. And so would you bow your heads with me this morning, and we'll pray together, and then we're going to let the worship team lead. Heavenly Father, we come before you this morning. We thank you for all that you've done and all you're doing. Father, we thank you for the gorgeous weather that we've had this week. Father, we pray for those right now who aren't feeling well, that you would just touch them, physically reach down and touch their bodies. For those struggling with cancer, Father, we just pray, cancer, die. May they live and have a happy, glorious life with you. Father, we thank you for those who have come to know you recently. Lord, we just pray that you would continue to pour your spirit out on them, continue to help us disciple them 
and teach them more about you so they would grow in a relationship with you. And Father, we just pray that you'll be in this service this morning. Speak into our hearts, speak into our lives. Lord, may we be drawn to you through worship and may we hear you through the message. Thank you, Father, for all that you do and all that you've done. In your name we pray. You know, God has not given us a spirit of fear. He has given us the strength to be able to move through everything. We are not here in this world just so that we can survive some evil, but we are here to thrive over evil with our Heavenly Father's triumphant word. May you feel that today. Father, you turned into light. Open the eyes of the blind. There's no one like you. None like you. Into the darkness you shine. Out of the ashes we rise. There's no one like you. Oh, 
that you could ever stop us And if our God is with us Then what we stand against If our God is for us Then you could ever stop us And if our God is with us Then what could stand against What could stand against Along the hues of light, ye Christian soldiers rise and press the battle ere the night shall veil the glowing skies. Against the glowing veils we love, let all our strength be heard. Life is the victory we know that overcomes the world. God we serve. Amen. Well, at this point in time in the service, we'd like to collect our tithes and offerings. And you say, well, pastor, how are you going to do that? Well, here's how it works this week. 
There's two options for you for tithing. We know God loves a cheerful giver, and so we want you to have that opportunity to be obedient and respectful to him. And so one way is, is you can take your check, put it in an envelope, and you can mail it to Paducah Church of the Nazarene, 2626 Adams Street. Paducah, Kentucky, 42003. Just mail your check to us and we'll make sure that it goes into the into the tithe plate and it gets counted. The second way that you can tithe is you can take your check, go online, and you can give through our website. We have an app on the website that will allow you to give. It's completely safe, completely secure. Just go to paducahnazarene.com and in the top right corner, which would be your right, click on the give button and that will take you to the page where you can give your tithes and offerings online. God loves it when we're obedient and generous and follow his will. Well, Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity to give this morning. We thank you for your love and your grace. And Father, we just ask that you'll bless the gift and the giver. And Father, that you'll continue to bless this service. Bless us in all we do and all we say. In your name we pray. Amen. The weapon may be formed, but it won't prosper. When the darkness falls, it won't prevail. Cause the God I serve knows only how to triumph. My God will never fail. My God will never fail. I'm gonna see a victory. I'm gonna see a victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. I'm gonna see a victory. I'm gonna see a victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. There's power in the mighty name of Jesus. Every war he wages, he will win. I'm not backing down from any giant. I know how this story ends. Yes, we do. I know how this story ends. And I'm going to see a victory. I'm going to see a victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. I'm gonna see a victory. I'm gonna see a victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. We were made more than conquerors. Let's live like it. You take what the enemy meant for evil And you turn it for good You turn it for good You take what the enemy meant for evil And you turn it for good You turn it for good You take what the enemy meant for evil and you turn it for good. You turn it for good. Sing it again. You 
opportunity to worship together this morning. Well, would you bow your heads with me before we begin the message this morning? Heavenly Father, we come before you this morning. We thank you for the opportunity to be with you. Father, we thank you that we are your church and that wherever we are, you're there. And so, Father, we ask this morning that you would just come, fill our hearts, fill our homes, whatever place we're in that we're watching from this morning, Lord. Father, that you would just pour into us transform us, shape us, mold us, Lord. Make us more like you. Lord, we ask that you'd be in the message. Just speak through me. Help me to step out of the way so you can step in, Lord. Father, use these words to shape us and to mold us. In your name we pray. Amen. Well, let me ask you, what does radical trust look like? Is it something that we live with in our lives on a daily basis, or is it something that we can learn? Well, the psalmist thought this was something that we could learn. This was something that we could grow into. And so let me share with you Psalms 46. God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, 
Though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging, there is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at break of day. Nations are in uproar. Kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice and the earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see the works of the Lord, the desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. The word of the Lord this morning. So what does radical trust look like? Well, when we think about our faith and how it impacts our lives, are we willing to live a life that has a trust in it, that is so complete that we will not bat an eye, that we will not, not miss a single beat to do what God has called us to do? We live an radical trust with Jesus Christ when we're obedient to everything that he wants us to do. We don't have to understand the why. We don't have to worry about what's going on in the world. We simply have to be obedient to him. I want to tell you a quick story as we get into this to just show you what radical trust means. And, and this may have been a clerical error, but a specialist named Jeff Lewis, who was 23, got orders to parachute out of an airplane. He followed his orders, though he had no formal training in jumping out of an airplane. Lewis landed unhurt. The army said, I was airborne qualified, he said. I wasn't going to question it. it. I had a job to do, and I had to believe in what I was doing. Well, do you believe in the mission, in the gospel message of Jesus Christ? Because if you do, then he has called you to have a radical trust that will trust him in every situation, in all things that take place. See, when the environment around us goes crazy, we can have a peace inside because we put our faith in Jesus Christ. A radical confidence that we see in the psalmist here is the ability to stand without fear in the face of what constitutes uncertainty. I love what Matthew says in chapter 7, starting at verse 24, he writes, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them in practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against the house, and it fell with a great crash. One of the things that we loved when we lived in Louisiana was we would go down to the beach. And I grew up on the coast in California, and it was fun to go to the beach there as well. But you know what's interesting about sand is, is when that tide comes in and the sand soaks up all that water, it becomes very liquidy. 
You can stand on it, but you will feel the sand shifting between your toes, between your feet as you sink down into it. Now, take that with what Matthew is writing here that Jesus is saying. And when we build our house, when we put our faith on the solid ground, which is Jesus Christ, nothing can shake that. Nothing can tear that house down. Because Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Psalms 23, 4 says, Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid, for you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. Why would we fear when God is on our side? What do we have to worry about when the God of the universe walks with us and carries us through the struggles and trials of life? We don't have to worry when we place our complete obedience and faith and trust in Him because He will provide for everything. You see, God remains faithful. There is no danger to those who follow Him completely and trust in Him completely when we submit to His will and His way. He will provide for everything. Well, he also provides for our protection. And there's a story that tells about how the Native Americans prepare young braves for this. And so, uh, you know, as I read this, it's interesting to see that young braves, up until the age of 13, would live with their families. They were trained to hunt. They were trained to fish. They were trained to do all of this stuff, scouting, the whole nine yards. But when they turned 13, they were blindfolded. And in the middle of the night, they were taken out into the deepest, darkest, densest part of the forest. And they were left. And the blindfold would be taken off, and as they stood in the darkness, they could see nothing. Can you imagine the fear at every little breaking twig and stick that comes as things move in the forest at night, not knowing if an attack from an animal will come? And what must seem like hours later, as the sun rises and the light begins to shine, the young brave can look and start to see the flowers and the midst and the road and the trees. And then, just shaping right out of the darkness, the shape of a man standing with a bow in hand, watching over him. That man is his father, ready to protect him, ready to be there in case danger happens. Isn't it amazing that in this, this illustration, in this little definition of what's happening, this is just like our Heavenly Father. When we cannot see him, he is already working to protect us and to provide for us. You see, the promise here is for the Jewish nation, is the fact that they will have the presence of Yahweh with them. It's a renewed confidence for Israel. Even in the onslaught of oncoming attacks and enemies coming from every side, that God will protect and God will provide. The emphasis in the presence of Yahweh with His people as a fortress. This, this dates back to the opening affirmation that He is a refuge. He is a strength. And I love the fact he is ever present and he's a help. Think about that. 
He doesn't just come and say, okay, here you are, church, let me drop you off in a building. He says, no, I'm here, I've got you, I'm with you. I'm, even when you can't see me, I am providing for you. Deuteronomy 7.21 No, do not be afraid of those nations, for the Lord your God is among you, and He is great and awesome God. That He is, because no matter what happens, no matter where things start, He is there, and He is providing, protecting, and watching over you. He has you in the palm of His hand, and He loves you more than words can ever say. Matthew 18.20 says, For where two or three gather as my followers, I am there among them. As we gather together even this morning via technology, He is here. He is sitting right next to you this morning. He is putting His arm around you saying, I have this. It's all okay. Trust me. Put your faith in me and I will provide. God brings His protection to His people. God's protection is like a flowing river that brings peace and comfort and a gentle afternoon breeze. Have you ever thought about that? I, I love this, this view of the river that, that the psalmist gives. And they talk about it in other places on how God is like a river and how there is life next to the river and there is peace and there is calm. And God brings that when we follow His plan and submit to Him, when we trust and obey Him, He provides protection from anything and everything. Well, then He tells us finally to come and see. You see, the brokenness of the world, we're going to see through viruses, through war, through strife, through violence. And, and this is not the kingdom that God is calling us to live in. No, this is the world. God calls us to live in a world where He provides, where He cares for, where His people submit to Him and live in love and grace and mercy. You see, we get too quickly wrapped up in everything around us and we lose sight of what God wants. And God says, trust and obey. Surrender. One of the first things and the hardest things that I had to learn when we went to Louisiana, and I still work on it, was they always used to tease me and tell me, Pastor, we do things slowly down here. Just take your time. And it was a hard lesson for me to learn coming from the West Coast. We're run, 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 run. And so you've got to be paying attention to that. Are you moving in His time, in His way? Are you doing things as He wants? You've got to be working on that relationship with Him. Come and see means come to me. Come spend time with me. Come be in my word. Build a relationship with me. Pray. Seek my face. And I will show you what my kingdom looks like. Only when we cease our own frantic activity can we begin to experience God's Spirit moving within us. We have to stop and rest and trust and obey. And as the psalmist says, we will know He is God and we will see him move in mighty ways. 
Isaiah 33, 13 says, You who are far away, hear what I have done. You who are near, acknowledge my power. See, God is saying, listen, because what I am doing, people from far away are going to hear about. I am going to break loose in a way that everybody can see. Even those who who are on the other side of the world are going to hear what I'm doing in Paducah. They're going to hear what I'm doing in Lexington. They're going to hear what I'm doing on the other side of the state because I am God and I am moving and I am providing and protecting my people and nothing will stand in my way. Hosea 2, starting at verse 18, on that day I will make a covenant with all the wild animals and the birds of the sky and the animals that scurry around the ground so they will not harm you. I will remove all weapons of war from the land, all swords and bows, so you can live unafraid in peace and safety. God wants us to be in a place of peace and safety, of courtesy, of love and joy. And church, right now, let's be honest, there's a lot of fear going on, but we don't have to live in it. We can live showing His love and His grace to a world that is scared and hurting and knowing that in all things he will protect and he will provide. You see, we're called to live as Christ's children and this means we don't do it by fighting with each other. We don't do it by by looking for a reason to get mad. No, we do this by being the hands and feet of Jesus. By wrapping our arms around the brokenhearted by putting an arm around those that have been offended and hurt, by working on reconciliation and restoration, by being in his word and in prayer and seeking his will and his face in all things. You see, when we look at situations, do we see God working or do we see a broken system of the world? Because when we fully surrender to Christ, we will see him begin to work in amazing ways. Not just in our own hearts and lives, but in the hearts and lives of those around us. We'll see our neighborhoods, our cities, our nations, even our world transformed by the love and grace of Jesus Christ. You see, we're called to come and see all the good works the Lord has done. All the good works the Lord is doing. And He is doing a lot of good things. Don't get stuck in the negativity. Don't get stuck in the bad news. Look at what Jesus is doing. Celebrate. Live in hope and joy and enthusiasm. Come and see what He is doing and surrender to Him with a radical trust that says, Jesus, to you I give everything. I hold nothing back. This trust is a trust that will change your life. It's going to challenge the way you live, the way you think, the way you walk, the way you talk, the way you interact with people. But I guarantee you, that a radical trust, a complete trust in Jesus Christ is going to give you a life of peace and joy. A life surrounded by the arms of the Holy Spirit and the Father as He walks with you and talks with you in day and night and through your whole life. It makes me think of that old song, 
trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus than to trust and obey. Not a shadow can rise, not a cloud in the skies, but his smile quickly drives it away. Not a doubt or a fear, not a sigh or a tear, can abide while we trust and obey. Trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus than to trust and obey. Church, in the midst of everything happening, in the midst of a world that that is upside down, the safest and the best place to be is to trust and obey Jesus with our whole entire lives. Heavenly Father, we come before you this morning. We thank you for all that you have done, Lord. Father, we thank you for all that you're doing. Father, we thank you for the work in our church that you're doing, for the lives that you're transforming. And Father, this morning we come to give you thanks for everything you've accomplished in the last two years, Lord. Father, for everything you've accomplished throughout our lives. Father, we thank you for the desire that you have for a relationship with us to pursue us and chase us and to seek to have this one-on-one personal relationship. And Father, may we come this morning and may we just lay down whatever is in the way that we would completely trust and surrender to you so that our lives would look like you in everything we do and everything we say. Go with us this week, Lord. Father, fill us with your spirit. May we, may we overflow with your love and your grace that everywhere we go, we just pour Jesus out. Father, use us as your hands and feet here in our community and around our nation and in this world to share your love and grace with other people. Father, we thank you. In your name we pray. Amen. Have a blessed week.